You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, beautiful people I love. Hope everybody is doing okay. I feel like I have so many things to share. So prayerfully, my mind can just stay focused in one direction. But if it doesn't, y'all just go along for the ride. Um, Let me see. Any updates? Yes, absolutely. First and foremost, I want to congratulate my son. When I say my son, for those of you that don't know, I don't have biological children except for Asia, but I have many children besides her. But when I say my son, I'm speaking of her fiance. He's not my son-in-law. He's not my son-in-love. I feel like God just sent me a son. So congrats to my son on starting a new position. I'm super, super proud of him. I want to say congrats to the both of them for purchasing a home, for closing on their new home. I'm super, super proud of them. Um, Y'all will always hear me talk about how I am so proud of my kids. I think that we don't celebrate wins enough. You know, Um, we get a lot of bad news each and every day. And so I'm always like, what's good is happening? What, What great things are happening? Let's talk about that. And Also, I really feel like it's important. I feel like they individually and they as a couple, you know, continue to defy the odds and they just set an example of what's possible for other people. Not that it's their intention, but it's just by default because they have their shit together in a way that a lot of people my age and older don't. So I'm super, super happy for them and what's to come. Oh, let me celebrate myself. Do y'all know that I have recorded 50 episodes of this podcast and I didn't even recognize it myself? They sent me a note and I was like, oh, okay. Then I got a message from someone and I was like, how did you know that? And they were saying, you know, congrats on recording 50 episodes of the podcast. So when I first saw it, it kind of breezed by me like, oh, okay, that's cool. And I had to correct myself. Listen, It is so important to celebrate yourself, to celebrate small wins, to celebrate big wins, to to just celebrate wins, to celebrate yourself and your accomplishments. Because what I was just sharing with someone today is I'm with myself 24-7. So I'm not always as impressed with myself as other people may be, right? I say some epic shit, but I say it all the time and I hear it all the time. So sometimes people tell me things that I've said to them. and I'm like, wow, that was pretty profound. But I'm with me all the time. So you can really get very familiar with your own greatness, so much so that you just don't really see what other people see. Um, And so sometimes, though, that leads you to diminish or downplay accomplishments when you should really be sharing your shine. So I'm shining and celebrating that I recorded 50 episodes of the podcast. I can remember when I was watching um, Kanye's uh, documentary the other day, and his mom said, the giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. And I was like, what What that mean? And she was basically saying that 
the way other people see you, you know, you're you're this you're this giant. Um, but you look in the mirror and you don't really see any of that. And she was saying it from the standpoint of like you can soar and remain grounded at the same time. And while I think that's important, I think that you should be able to see yourself and see your greatness, celebrate your greatness, and also remain grounded. Um, she also said in there that you can't be a star and not be a star. I was like, man, Kanye mom was dropping gems. And I was like, you can't be a star and not be a star, right? So if you're a star, do what do what stars do, shine. So just sharing a little bit of my shine. Let's see, what else? Y'all know what I was realizing just, just today, just a couple of days ago. This, this is really a pet peeve of mine. And it is... When people are transactional in nature, like in the way that they go about relationships or people that are very just like tit for tattish, man, that gets my undies in a bunch because my come from place, I was thinking about that like I, and of course I can't make people me, right? So that there's, this is not that, but I give to people all the time. And I give without thinking about, well, if I get this, then I'm going to get that. If I do this, then they're going to do this for me. Like my mind doesn't work that way. If it's in my my heart to give something, then I just give it. I live by the principle of I will reap, you will reap what you sow. I don't always reap where I sow, but I can damn sure bet that if I sow that shit, I'm getting it back. And so that's just the principle. So when I give something to someone or when I'm sharing or when I'm doing anything, what I'm getting in return is not at the top of this. It's not not even top of mind, right? So when I come across people who are transactional and tit for tattish, it just feels like something so foreign to me. And I was having a conversation with someone recently and I was like, why do I feel so annoyed in this conversation? And I was like, because this is not the way that I operate. And I don't operate, um, you know, everybody says like, your 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 relationships, you need this reciprocity in your relationships. I, I do believe that relationships are symbiotic and reciprocal in many instances. I don't believe that no relationship is ever 50-50. I believe that those percentages change at any given time depending on people's capacity, depending on people's ability, and whether those are personal relationships, business, or whatever the case may be. So, to have this expectation of, well, if I'm doing this, then you have to do that, then I'm out. I, if that works for y'all, work it. But I just don't operate on on that even frequency of thought, that, that frame of mind. I don't operate like that. Because I, it's, it's to me, it's almost like with the same thing when people say they match energy. I don't operate on that frequency because to me, it feels like I'm allowing something outside of myself to control me. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. If I'm going to give something, then I'm going to give it. Whether you receive it or give it back, listen, I don't have anything to do with that. If I'm going to say something, so I'm not going to be sitting and, and being like, well, let me assess this relationship because if I give this, can he give this back or can she give this back? I just really don't think that way. And I don't I don't fuck with people that think that way, not in a real way, like like seriously. So when I was annoyed by this conversation, I was like, what is annoying me? That's exactly what it was. So 
that leads me to something that I'm going to talk to y'all about. And I probably, I'm sure I've mentioned it on another podcast. You can't go 50 episodes without repeating yourself, right? So boundaries, this is like a huge, huge, huge thing. We think of boundaries a lot of time. First of all, what are boundaries? Why are boundaries necessary? Boundaries are necessary so we know what lines not to cross. Boundaries simply say like, this is not okay, right? And so boundaries are so vitally necessary for healthy relationships. But I think that the way that we've come to know boundaries are... It's been largely dependent on other people respecting or honoring our boundaries. And so when it's like, oh, they crossed the boundary, you know, it, it, it just gets into this real sticky place. But I heard this therapist, I can't remember her name, otherwise I would give her credit. So she shall remain nameless because, shit, I don't remember her name. Um, but she said that boundaries have everything to do with you and nothing to do with other people. Because when you set boundaries, like the, the your boundaries become your non-negotiables, other people respecting those boundaries or not does not exempt you from taking whatever action that you take based on your boundaries being crossed, right? So for example, if I use the example of the conversation that I was having with someone that I found to be very transactional in nature, I don't remain in those conversations or in those kinds of relationships. Now, I could have gone on, I felt myself about to, to to say this, I did say this feels transactional, but instead of going through making my case for this feels transactional and and, in essence trying to tell somebody how they should be different, mm mm-mm. What I can do is honor my own boundary and remove myself from that conversation and from that relationship. That person does not have to do anything differently for me to honor my own boundary. Now, for me to remain in conversation, in relationship with something that annoys me to my very core, that would be me dishonoring a boundary. The reason why so many of us are like inwardly just tumultuous in many instances is because we don't recognize when our when our lines have been crossed, but you can feel it when a line feels crossed. Somebody does something to you and you feel anger a lot of times because that's a boundary that has been crossed. Whether or not you recognize the boundary or you have established a boundary, a lot of times we don't pay enough attention to ourselves. And so people just do whatever the hell they want to do in our lives and conversations to us. And we are just kind of left to pick up the slack. We're kind of left to deal with the fallout of what people do. Uh Uh-uh, that's not going to work. Here's the challenge with boundaries. If boundaries have nothing to do with other people, the challenge with boundaries is when somebody violates a boundary or crosses a boundary and you do not take said action. Let's let's just I'll just use this as an example. Another pet peeve of mine. My daughter and I have this same pet peeve. We do not like unsolicited advice or feedback. I on this podcast, I'm going to give you my opinion, right? I'll, I'll, I'll definitely give you my opinion. I'm not giving you advice, if you will. 
I'm not imposing my opinion on you because you can do whatever the hell you want to do. But when people give me unsolicited feedback or advice, it annoys the shit out of me because probably nine times out of 10, I wasn't looking for feedback. So with me, that's why a lot of times I don't share things with people. I may be well into the process of doing something or I have done it before I share something with people because people have this, this knack for giving you advice where you didn't ask for it. And a lot of times people are not giving advice to you. They're giving advice to themselves, right? And just using your situation. Now, I'm in a line of work where people want my advice. They, they want it. They want my feedback, but listen, I do not like when people give me unsolicited advice or feedback. So a boundary is I am going to let it be known. I wasn't looking for feedback. Please don't speak to me about X, Y, or Z. Now, if a person does, they don't, they don't have to respect the boundary. That's the thing. This is where I was going with this. People don't have to respect the boundary. They can do whatever it is that they want to do. But then the ball is in my court. How will I honor my own boundary? Do I remove myself from the relationship? What what is it that I do? Do I cut off their access to me? What I'm saying is that a lot of times there are no consequences for the things that people do in violation of our own boundaries. And I'm sure we violate people's boundaries all the time, hence why so many of our relationships are so unhealthy. So do y'all understand what I mean by this? If you think about the people that annoy you the most, the people where there seems to be the most conflict in your relationships, or maybe you feel like your boundaries are being crossed, what is your actual boundary? What is the the challenge for you? Unsolicited feedback crosses the boundary line with me. People um, speaking to me in a in a in a tone like tone is very very important to me. So if I'm in a conversation with someone and it reaches a certain tone, we're about to cross a boundary. So I had to start thinking about okay, what are the things that are important to me? But furthermore. What am I going to do if these things are not honored in my relationship? I don't have to go and tell people how they need to do something differently because they don't. I can give them the opportunity to do that, but should they not, my commitment has to be to me to honor my own boundary. Does that make sense? And a lot of times that's where we drop the ball. Because we don't want to feel the sense of conflict. We don't want to disrupt the relationship. We don't want to piss people off because we put a boundary in place for ourselves to protect our own energy, to protect our own peace, to protect our own sanity. And that's why a lot of times we are compromised inwardly because we are hesitant, afraid, whatever word you want to use to do it. Right. And so people go, let, let me tell you something that I know about people. Been in human behavior for years. People know who to do what to and when. You will see a person that's notorious for doing a myriad of things, and then there's a certain person that they don't, they won't do with it. Why? Because there is a boundary there and they respect that boundary. You you see it all the time. Let's think about you maybe be going off, going all kinds of off 
pissed off, cussing everybody out. But when you get to work, that same energy, you don't give that energy to your boss or in your workplace because there's a paycheck attached. And so people have the ability to change if and when they choose to. But people's inability or unwillingness to change does not mean that we have to deal with their shit. People don't have to deal with mine either, right? I was having a conversation with somebody recently, a guy who wanted to date me, and he was just like, well, if you're not interested um, or if you're not going to reciprocate, see, there's that word, right? If you're not going to reciprocate, then what did he say? I don't even remember. I like put it out of my mind. Basically, he was saying that he would move on. And I said, yeah, I totally understand that as you should, right? Because I'm not going to do anything differently here. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I'm going to do anything differently. And so if your boundary is that this behavior means that you're moving on, then you should do that. And and I was done with that conversation because he told me what his boundary was and I was going to respect that. He reached out to me the next day, the next day after that. And so now he is dishonoring his own boundary because I haven't changed or I haven't changed anything. I have no intention to change anything because I don't have to change to honor his boundary. His boundary is his responsibility. Does that make sense? Your boundaries are your responsibility. And when I, the more I think about this, the more I'm like, how much power do we give to people How long are we sitting around waiting on people to change, to do something different for us to feel better? No, let people do whatever it is that they want to do and you honor your boundary. You stay in integrity with yourself and think about what your non-negotiables are and honor those. But that is where the challenge lies because we are out of integrity with ourselves somehow, somewhere, We are not important enough to stand up for ourselves, to stick up for ourselves. A lot of times, maybe those messages came in childhood that you're not worthy, you're not important enough. And so we've kind of taken taken that, that same mentality on, but not me, not me. My peace of mind is too important. My sanity of mind is too important. My stress level is too important, meaning that I don't have a lot of stress in my life. And so I'm not going to allow people and the things that people do to have me over here stressed out because I won't assert a boundary. And let me tell you something else. If you don't have boundaries in your life, I can guarantee you that you operate in passive aggressive behavior, right? So you may say something, to somebody in a text message and then you put an LOL behind it to kind of soften it? Are you serious or are you not? Because truthfully, if you assert whatever it is that you meant, there's that nagging feeling of this is going to feel confrontational. This is going to, you know, be uncomfortable. So what? Learn to, to establish boundaries in your life. You are going to have to learn to sit with discomfort because they will make other people very uncomfortable, especially when people are used to doing whatever it is that they want. Do you know that boundaries are a form of self-care? Boundaries around access to you, boundaries around your time, boundaries around what it is that you will tolerate, boundaries around your money, boundaries around whatever, right? And so think about those things where you really probably have to take some time to think about this, like 
Something about this made me feel really angry. A boundary has been crossed, one that you just didn't assert, right? And then just just slowly but surely start asserting those boundaries and letting people deal with it. They will either follow suit or they will fall off. I personally respect people that assert their boundaries because you always know where they're coming from. People that have firm boundaries, I trust them. I trust them because if they're in integrity with themselves, they will be in integrity with me. People that don't have strong boundaries and don't honor their boundaries, I always wonder how they really, really feel about something because a lot of times their deepest feelings are not expressed, or I should say those feelings that um, those feelings of anger those feelings of disappointment, they're not expressed, they're suppressed and repressed because they don't want to disrupt the relationship. Here's the thing, to establish a boundary, you will have to express some anger because anger is one of the telltale emotions that lets you know when a boundary has been crossed. But we've confused expressing anger with aggression. You can express anger and not like really be going off. One of the things that I've learned over this last almost year is that, you know, knowing what my triggers were and saying, number one, I can sit with uncomfortable emotions. Number two, I can find strategies that are not as harmful as they were, just like allowing anger to overtake me and using my words in a way that in many instances I can't come back from. Even if people forgive me for the words, my words are weighty and my words are power packed and my words can go for the jugular. And so I recognize that about myself. And so I can sit with my uncomfortable emotions and not have to get get what I'm feeling off of me onto another person, right? And then say, what about this is bothering me? And is there a boundary that has, has there been a boundary crossed? And what is it that I need to do? Not what does this person need to do differently, right? So you, you can create peace in your life through establishing your own boundaries, protecting your own boundaries. You really can. Now, you you will be peaceful, but the people around you might be pissed. So boundaries come with the cost. You will be peaceful. People will be pissed in many instances. People will be pissed when you say things like, no, I'm not available for that. I can't, right? Without explanation. When people are used to you being the yes person, can you do this? And your your schedule is packed full of all kind of other shit and you're trying to squeeze something in because you don't want to let this person down instead of saying, I can't, I'm not available. No, without a lot of explanation, you are going to create some disruption and some disappointment in your relationships. But with creating boundaries, here's the big one. You are not responsible for other people's feelings and emotions. You are not responsible for other grown people's feelings and emotions and whether or not they can manage their reaction to a boundary that you set. Listen, another conversation that I had just last night, somebody made a request of me and I said, okay, but let's be clear. This is this and this is that. And they said, okay, so I'm letting you know up front. Well, guess what? Wouldn't you know that they they tried to like manipulate me into the thing that they wanted in the first place? And I said, no, 
because I had already told them what the case was. I didn't go into a long, drawn-out explanation of, I told you the first time, I just said no. And I could tell that they were disappointed. And you know what? I don't give a damn because I expressed to you what the case was, what the boundary was up front. And so your disappointment is yours to manage because you thought that my no didn't mean no, or you thought that it was going to be something different when I told you very clearly what I meant to begin with. How you feel, how you react, your feelings about it, not mine to worry about. And so with establishing boundaries, you actually release yourself from a lot of codependence, from a lot of managing other people's emotions and other people's responses to you to keep um, your people-pleasing ratings at the top of the list. Like, people being pleased with me, uh, not really at the top of my mind. People liking me, mm, not really at the top of my mind. The people that I love, the people that are closest to me, it's important to me that they understand where I'm coming from. Not so much so, though, that I'm going to violate my own boundary. My family, people that are close to me, a lot of them call me Tish. My daughter, oh, she starts saying one thing. The one thing that's going to happen is Tish going to Tish. Tish is going to do Tish. No matter what, I am going to do what I feel is going to be best for me. And it can come across as very selfish. And selfishness is a form of self-care. All For all y'all sacrificial lambs, sacrificing yourself, scattering yourself so thin so other people can be happy, make that make sense. Not going to be me. I am selfish. I am selfish with my time. I'm selfish with my attention, my energy, so that I can preserve it and reserve it for the things that are the absolute most important to me. And yes, some people are upset by that, and it's okay. I don't need people to approve of my choices. So I'm just trying to help y'all understand boundaries. Man, boundaries will change your life. Boundaries will have you with a whole lot more peace, a whole lot more time, a whole lot more clarity in your relationships, people understanding where you're coming from. It's the worst feeling ever to say yes when your heart is saying no. There's a no in your heart. You really don't want to do it. You really don't want to go you really don't want to and you're saying yes because you feel obligated or you're saying yes because somebody has this expectation of you or you're saying yes because you don't want to have some type of confrontation and so you continue to dishonor yourself, your no. Listen, if no is in my heart, no is just what it's going to be, right? If yes is there, then yes is what's going to be. Even the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. We have the kind of like, "Mm, maybe, well, I'll see about that. Some things, because I used to be in this place where I didn't want to confront or deal with confrontation, I'll be like, oh, let me see. I'll have to get back with you or I have to find some convenient excuse when I can just say, no, I can't make it. I won't be able to do that without explanation because I don't owe an explanation to people about my decisions. So what I want to know from y'all is, where do you have boundaries that need to be established? Where are you angry? You know, what do you feel angry about? What emotions might you be repressing or suppressing? And a lot of it is simply because there is a boundary that needs to be established to protect your peace. You know why? The Another reason why that's so important, y'all, is because I talk to a lot of people. 
And a lot of people are having a very, very hard time mentally, emotionally, because we have so many things on our plates and we are very high functioning and we can get all of these things done. But inwardly, a lot of times we're going to save and the save the world and we're losing ourselves. And so what sense does it make to be killing it in life? But it's killing it is killing you inwardly. You might, it might not be killing you in a sense that you're going to be dropping dead, but it's chipping away at your spirit, chipping away at your peace, chipping away at your happiness, chipping away at your joy, chipping away at your sense of contentment. No, fuck that. I ain't going. So where do you need to draw boundaries or put boundaries in place? It's really okay. You're worth it. And even though it may be difficult to begin with, your relationships will be so much better when there is clarity, when people know your come from place and you know theirs and people choose to honor it. And if they don't, remember, just whatever, you you, you honor your own boundary, even if other people don't. I love each and every one of y'all. Have a beautiful rest of the day.